All right. I would like to welcome everybody to a new show that we hope to have many more episodes of called Very Creative Here. Liam and Ali mm-hmm. talk about music. I am oh, Liam yes. Kabai, and with me, I have the famous Allison Richter, who uh, I would famous. like <laughs> I would like <laughs> to describe as a Panic at the Disco aficionado, seeing as though mm. Panic at the Disco is the topic we're going to be discussing today. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm a very big Panic at the Disco uh, fan. Um, and today we're going to be talking about our favorite Panic at the Disco songs. So we each chose two of our favorite songs. And then we're also going to choose, we chose one of our kind of like underrated song, a song we think needs more love. And so I'm going to first talk about my favorite song. And this is like my favorite Panic at the Disco song of all time. It's a great song. It's, it's just magical. Um, and this is Girls, Girls, Boys. And so this is from their fourth album, Too Weird to Live, Too Rare to Die. And this song is just, in one word, just amazing. Like, it is just purely the best song ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I might be a little biased here, but it's just so good. Like, it has such a cool and funky beat. It's not, it's, it's not like anything I've ever heard before. Like, it just is, and it's very panic-like. Yeah. Like, panic always has their cool funky beats and this is is just like that like it's the cool electronic-y funky beat and it's just so cool I love it and I think I want to say Panic at the Disco fans I think are a uh, more uh, like refined group I don't think there's so many people as as a lot of more popular songs or music specifically but I think out of the people that have discovered Panic at the Disco and the people that do genuinely listen to them I think a lot of them would agree that this is one of, if not their best songs that they've they've released. I mean, there's so many factors that just make this song so good. I mean, if you're talking about demographics that it's targeting, I mean, it talks about bisexuality, bisexuality a lot. And uh, that was a big topic. And I think for a lot of people, that's a very important topic that affects the lives of, of millions. And I think a lot of people felt that with this song. Yeah, and having a celebrity and someone that I know I personally look up to, Brendan Urie and other people, and having someone that you look up to singing and representing something that you relate to and something that is important to you of and representing a group of people that sometimes others don't appreciate and don't accept is just so, it's amazing to see that and to feel appreciated. And I know I've also, so I've seen panic twice in concert and both times they've done this beautiful thing where there's cut out hearts and they're all in different rainbow colors and everyone has um they're under our seats and you like during girls girls boys they would you like put it against your phone like with a flashlight and hold it up and it was just beautiful the entire arena was rainbow during the song and it just made it so magical and it just, that's another aspect of the song that just really like holds with me. It's just like how much community you felt with the song and how much community the song really like brings together. Yeah. And I think beautiful is a really good word to use because one of the things that has been running through my head is the idea of like, you know, the idea of of that scene of those purple hearts and, and shining throughout the stadium. And it's a beautiful artistic scene. And I think it, it, works so well with such a beautifully done song. I mean, 
Yeah. One of the things that Panic does really well is they they're part of an older generation, I'd like to say, where yeah. to release a song, the music is just so much the lyrics and you have to have both of them be beautiful in order to create art. And that's I, I believe that's what they've done with this song. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm going to continue it with uh, my pick for one of my top Panic of the Disco mm-hmm. songs. And that would be one that I've listened to since I've been very young. I know I used to have oh my gosh. a nanny as well who used to listen to this <laughs> song on the radio. And that is <laughs> Miss Jackson. And oh. uh, <laughs> you, you just I just want to say when you listen to Miss Jackson, you feel so cool. I mean, you literally feel unstoppable listening to Miss Jackson. One of the things that I think a lot of people do when they listen to music is they love to scream it and shout it because, oh I my mean, gosh, why wouldn't you? And I think one of the this things song. that works so well with this is this song because, yeah, that's that's what he does through it. But it <laughs> he literally screams now. Usually, screaming isn't always the best in music, however, he makes again. It Panic at the Disco works so well with the, the lyrics that they do and they match it so well to the music that they do that things sound beautiful and sound like like they they just belong. And I think that really shows through in this one too. Yeah, and just the, some, we were talking about this, like the simplicity of it and just how it's so nice and it's not complicated. Like I know uh, the earlier albums, like A Fever Can't Sweat Out, they got some big words, they got some long titles, and I know that can kind of steer some people away, which it shouldn't, but Miss Jackson, it's nice because it's just reliable. It has a good beat. It it has the nice aspect where you can just yell at the top of your lungs to it, and it's just simple, and it's nice, and it's, it's just a great song. Mm-hmm. All right, and yeah. uh, would you like to continue this display? Oh, yeah. Yes, um, my second favorite song is, this is one, I don't know a lot of people know this one, but it's from my um, other favorite album, Vices and Virtues, but, and you, this is why you won't be able to find it on the playlist we have created. Speaking of which, there is a playlist which should be yes. linked below this, uh, this recording. It, yes. um, as I said, we do hope to have more episodes of this. And uh, as we continue this series, we hope to keep adding songs to this playlist so that if you yeah. ever find anything that we're talking about interesting and would like to listen to any of the songs that we talk about, we want to be able to provide that um, to you guys. Yeah, definitely. But I am sorry, but this one is not on Spotify because it's actually on the Vices and Virtues bonus album like the deluxe edition which I didn't know they had for a while so I had to do a little research um (laughs) but um it's called stall me and you can find it on apple music though so my apple music listeners I know you're out there I am I'm one of you you can find it on apple music and this song is fantastic this is what I call a hype up song and I know people are like "What? what how can panic be a hype up song this is a hype up song you can it's just so good the beats in it just really get you motivated and like hype like you would I would listen to this if I did sports (laughs) in like before a sports game and it's just like the way he has he also you really get to see um Brendan Urie's like vocal range in this like he has this one part of the song where he just like hits the high notes and you're like dang he can he can sing like this man 
is so talented. And that is just why I love this song so much. And it's just, it just like has everything you'd want in a song, just like the way it moves you and then just the vocals in it. It's just, it's fantastic. Yeah, I think uh, a thing that's common along, among a lot of Panic songs is the fact yeah. that they have so much energy um, in like the an vocals, immense amount. In, in the music, in, uh, we were talking about the cover art earlier. I mean, just in that itself, in that of itself, it's, it's, they yeah. are art pieces and they are meant to make a, a statement. Although, however weird and awkward that statement may be, but they, yeah. they make it. And yeah. Um, yeah, as Ali was mentioning, they, there's certain parts in the song where everything is, is gone except for Brendan Urie's vocals. And we were talking earlier about the fact that, you know, if you look at past like rock stars and famous musicians like Freddie Mercury and David Bowie, like so many of them had these strong vocal ranges that it was a rare occurrence in among people. People didn't, weren't able to sing that way or, or to, to have that such a range. And I think that Brendan Urie may not be so um, famous as some of those rock stars were in the past. However, I do think um, to those that have found Panic at the Disco and have found his music, I think they really, as Ali can attest to, mm -hmm. they really do appreciate it. Yeah, 100%. And he actually, speaking of Freddie Mercury, he does um, an amazing Bohemian Rhapsody uh, cover. <laughs> I have amazing. that one too. Yeah, it's so good. And that, you really hear his um, vocal range. Yeah, and I Not think that's, that's probably one of the, the best songs to show that off on. Oh my gosh, yes, 100%. All right, um, I'm going to continue it again. Um, yeah. I have, as my next song, um, one of the more popular songs, I, I mm -hmm. will admit. It's one of the yeah. songs that I feel like if you find Panic at the Disco, you will inevitably end up listening to this oh, song. Yeah. It's for sure their most popular song. Oh, like, yeah. Everyone However, knows it. It's so it good. is truly one of their best songs as well. And that is I Write Sins, Not Tragedies. And uh, I think in describing this song, you really got to start off with the fact that Panic uses so many instruments and so many sounds to create their music. They, they are fully aware that music is not just, well, instruments, but it's also the world around people and the world around everyone and what's in it. And you can make music out of a lot of things. And I think that's really shown off here. They use so many instruments and they create such a distinct sound. And uh, it, it truly reads like a story almost, I'd say. Oh, that, you can clearly tell the story in this song. Like we have the gr groom and we have the bridesmaid and she's left at the altar and it's just, it's so good. It's like, he's like telling us a little story. And I think the that's- Story time with Brandon Urie. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's a, a feature of, as we were talking about earlier, Panic has a tendency that they know when to make things simple because yeah. occasionally making things simple just makes- things more singable they it, it it allows people to just listen to a song maybe once or twice but then by that second time round, like you recognize some of the lyrics and you know when to yeah. sing and you know and people you know can get beats. into it really quick yeah yeah and it's and it's it's they know it and they know it's an it's a way to grab the audience and get people to listen and i don't want to say simple in terms of of like you know simple music versus you know more advanced and, and more intricate yeah, yeah, yeah. 
uh, mm -hmm. music that requires a lot more. I'm talking, they tell a complex story or they use a complex arrangement, but they present it in such a simple way that it, it, it yeah. sounds easy, but it's, if you go into it, it's just, there's so many. Yeah. You're like, whoa, what's going over, on here? Overlapping factors. It's, it's real, it's real great. Yeah, no, definitely. All right. Um, and um, I think we're now, going into underrated. Yeah. Oh boy. The, the star of the show um, is we're going to be talking of our underrated picks. Um, the songs that we think need more love in this world. Um, <laughs> so my song is called, but it's better if you do. And this is on the same album as I write since not tragedies, which is a fever. You can't sweat out. It is panic's first ever album created and it is I think the whole album is underrated and everyone needs to go give that whole album a listen we don't need to get into that piece but but it it but it's better if you do it's just it's so good and this song I feel like is often forgotten on this album and it, it can't you can't forget about this song it is just it has such a cool and like jazzy vibe almost, I would say. And like, you even get that from like the music video when <laughs> it's like, it's like set at um like a jazz club and it's just so cool. And it, the way you hear how young he is, like, mind you, this album was recorded in 2005. So Brendan Urie is literally like a little baby creating this. And um, his voice is just so young and pure and you just really get like youth from this song and it's just so like it's so good I love it and it's just such a fun like you it's a song where you like can like snap your finger and like tap your toes to it like that's how I would describe it like it's so good I love it yeah and I think one of the things evident in this song is um as Brennan Neary has um kind of progressed and moved forward and and refined his voice you know he's he's definitely he knows how to use it now but yeah. in, in, in the song Ali's talking about, but it's better if you do. In that song, he, the fact that he's young, it just makes so much more emotion and, and feeling come through in the words he's saying. And it just, it, it makes a more profound song, I'd, I'd, and it, I'd say. Yeah, and it creates, um, it's funny if you listen to like the lyrics, it's very like ironic because it's, they're talking about very like, older inappropriate things yet he was he's like the voice of the person singing this is very like young and like nasally a little bit and so I think that's also just so funny to like listen to and you're yeah. just like why is this kid singing about all of this like it's so funny <laughs> all right and then coming to our final song sad but our final so, song so sad is uh the song uh which I believe is this it's is a quite hard to find. I had to be referred to this song, actually, because yeah. it is on the soundtrack to a, a movie called Jennifer's Body. Great movie, by the way. Um, and and Megan song, Fox kills it. <laughs> <laughs> and that song is called New Perspective, which is very full of energy, to say the least. Oh, yeah. It is sure. a, it's a song that I think any panic of the disco fan that, that listens to the song or i think even people that that maybe haven't discovered panic at the disco yet i i do think that they can appreciate this song and and 
in so many ways. And I think there's so many reasons why. I mean, you can talk about the music, you could talk about the vocals. It's just, it's all in all a very refined piece that obviously took a whole lot of effort and a whole lot of planning in terms of when to come in and then where where everything's going to fit together. But I think the final product is just, it's something to awe at for, uh, for a lot of people. Yeah, and the song, I always like to refer to this as like, it reminds me of just like your typical like 2000s like movie. Like, I don't know how to, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like that yep. kind of vibe. It's just like comforting. And it, it, if you, if you have to listen to it to understand what I'm saying. But it's just such a 2000s like vibe. Yeah, like, and we've been sure. talking about, yeah, we've been talking about emotions a lot in, in, in a lot of Panic's music. And I think mm. one of the emotions that really comes across in this song is just, I'd like to argue content, contentness, if, mm. that, if that is a word. It just, sure, it makes you feel like everything is a little bit better. And I mean, it goes along with the title fairly well. And yeah, it, it truly, it puts a new perspective on oh. things. I, oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> but um, yes. So uh, yeah, I think this that's... again All of them. was our first installment of a, uh, Liam and Ali talk about music. I know a very creative title again, but the best is, title I may argue. The work in progress, perhaps maybe it sticks. Um. Anyway, oh, thank yes. you so much for listening to us ramble on about music. Yes. And we do hope that you do take a listen to the playlist, and if not just the playlist, we do hope that you look into a lot of Panics music. Oh my gosh! And go yes. through some of their albums. I guarantee you, you will find a song that you will enjoy and you will want to put on at some point. Um, Allie, do you have anything to close with? Just, yes. Um, if there's one thing you can take from this podcast today is you need to go out. This is my homework I'm giving to all of you listening. You need to go out and listen to Panic at the Disco and give Brendan Urie love. He deserves it. He, his music is, has changed my life. I, I will go as far as to say that. And yeah. I, uh, I could see that. I, I remember you in the, sophomore and junior year yeah really i've been a i've been a fan since freaking fifth grade yeah well yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i can't deny that fact <laughs> all right it's, it's crazy and uh last final things i think um earlier before this podcast ali and i were actually talking about a couple more things regarding panic um on their virtue uh vices and virtues uh, album. Oh, yes. Ali made note of the fact that Panic mm -hmm. has recordings of unreleased um, music that I guess should have been added onto this playlist. Um, is, yes. is that right? Um, yes. Uh, so Vices and Virtues has actually um, unreleased bonus tracks that are fantastic. They should have, oh my god, they should have been on the actual album. But we'll link them down below. But they are or if you go on YouTube and just search up Vices and Virtues bonus tracks, you'll find all of them. Get, go listen to them. They are amazing. They are so good. And I don't understand why they weren't put on the album. <laughs> all right. And then for the playlist itself, um, as Ali mentioned for one of her songs, Stall Me, um, as well as, uh, which, which was the song that was on the, or that was the song on the deluxe version. Yeah. Restall me. Um, we are going to try to link and provide as many um, 
outlets for you to find that music because um, we don't want to leave you without we want you to knowing listen. where to find one thing. Um, and we're going to try to keep that updated as best as we can as well. Yeah. But in terms of everything else, I think that's it. Yeah. Again, thank you guys all for listening yes. to us ramble on. <laughs> yeah. But uh, and we hope yes. you guys thank have you an amazing rest of your days. <laughs> thank you.